the Giant Sea of Cool podcast, you'll be glad to know that you found the podcast that kicks the cool to the curb. I'm Big Sister She. I am the biggest little brother Tone. I am your little, little brother Wopsle. And we give you the reviews you didn't know you needed. Guys. She. Hi. Sister. She, she, she. <laughs> I want to talk about Thanksgiving. I want to talk about a virtual Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is what mm-hmm. we're facing. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people are I, facing it, you guys. We've been having that conversation for a, a couple weeks now. Do we or don't we? Do we wear the masks? Do we, you know, try to eat in separate rooms? Do we, what do we, how do you do this thing? How do you do this thing? So, you know, we don't have, we don't have much practice, much experience at this because no one's ever had to do it. Right. And I've been right. testing to get the potatoes thin enough that they'll go through the mask. <laughs> and I just got to say, you lose a lot with the taste. You, Maybe a, a straw. Too much was lost. <laughs> oh. Maybe a straw. It'd still be like bad. A yeah, still bad. Yeah. Yeah. Still bad. And, and you're going you're gonna to have to slice the turkey pretty thin to get it under the door to where everybody else <laughs> right. is in the other room. Very, very true. And I saw on the news that everybody's buying small turkeys because we're all in the situation. We're all... Just having small, you know, like our immediate families, we don't need a huge turkey and a ham and two boxes of stuff, you know, stovetop. <laughs> right. You guys, right. I just gave myself sad- away. We, <laughs> we use stovetop. The, the saddest thing about us, about Thanksgiving this year, will be that we're only seeing each other virtually. But the second yes. saddest thing is that we bought a three pound turkey. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. It's, I mean, it's good. This little no, bitty, it's smart, but it's just like <laughs> it's not even three it's pounds. It's nothing. It's just three pounds. Oh. You, you had all the. You had the next three Thanksgivings covered. Like you were, you were, <laughs> right. you were good. Yeah. And now you man. will still have two weeks worth of leftovers from that three pound turkey because that's just the way it exactly. goes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a turkey sandwich in your future, no, brother. No. Brother. Yeah. Got to, yeah. So I think what we decided to do is just have a video chat at some point and, you know, get mom on there. And she doesn't think she knows how to do it, but I think she does. She just doesn't know she knows how. So we're going to do that. And we Mm -hmm. might, uh, I might just leave, leave my, I don't know, could we leave our webcams up and sit around, you know, just make it, put it in a chair and you can just pretend like you're sitting in that chair in my living room. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I I like the idea of the the camera being in another chair, like it's like it's the the person who is currently on the camera, right? right. Like I I really like that. It's funny. <laughs> we could <laughs> Which is we what could we're going that. for, right? <laughs> so I need to get five laptops and set them up yes. around my house, and you guys can just be there. Yes, and if you could attach okay. mine like to your uh, Roomba. Then I can just kind of really get a lay of the land, <laughs> right? Because Wops, he, he's, he's a butterfly. He's a social butterfly. You gotta so to be here, there, the other room, this room. I I think the real challenge is going to be when we play our board game, like we do every year. That's going to be really interesting. <laughs> oh, that well, might be some of you guys. Fun. Some of you guys cheat on the regular years. Some of you guys. <laughs> How might that be fun? She, hmm. <laughs> yeah. It might actually be. I don't know. Do we all have the same board game? Don't we all have uh, crimes or crimes against humanity, cards against humanity, or something like that? I don't. Oh man. Yeah, I don't. Do I don't that. own any games. 
Okay. We could do, I know what we could do. We could do me, that meme game. Um, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. It's a meme game where you just set the thing up on a, set the card on an easel and everybody looks at it. And then you choose the funniest thing. And then there's a judge. We might be able to do that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Listen, hey, yes. we, if nothing else, charades is happening. I'm telling you. Right <laughs> charades, now. yeah. Pictionary could, yeah. We could do something. Okay, well, we'll figure it out at some point. Everybody else is in the same position, so you know it'll work out somehow. But uh, I guess we better get started with the reviews. And I think Tony's up first this week. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a sign, catch me a catch. Or something like that. Uh, <laughs> guys, as our listener suggestion this week, I want to review setting people up, which is Lauren. Lauren uh, asked us to do setting people up. And what we assumed she meant was not like getting the bowling pins straight or uh, maybe <laughs> Jenga, getting the board ready. Uh, what we assumed she meant was matchmaking. That's what we assume she means. And so Lauren... This is for you. This is our uh, weekly listener-suggested topic. And so, yeah, I want to mention one thing real quick. In that song that I just sang from Fiddler on the Roof, mm-hmm. did you know that they that they say, make him slender and pale? <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys, Fiddler on the Roof? You're up on the roof all day. You should be getting a a tan. I think that's the point. If he's pale, he's indoors doing, you know, office work. Find me somebody (laughs) that hadn't been up here. Find me anybody that's not on this roof with me right now. Anybody else. (laughs) Find me a secretary. (laughs) So, also, what do you think about setting people up? (laughs) Well... So, uh, you know, I've got to point out kind of an elephant that I know that is in the room and that Lauren suggested this because she knows that I have, uh, I'd like to set people up and I'm just so terrible at it. I am like, oh, I'm oh for 20 on setting people up. I'm so bad. (laughs) I'm just like, well, she likes apple pie and you've got a mohawk. So this seems like this is going to be a great thing. And it's never a good thing. And in fact, two of the people that she knows that I set up both listen to this podcast or are listening right now. And they're like, Wopsa, we can confirm you did a bad job. <laughs> and I was just sitting here being really sad that my little bro didn't set me up at some point in my life. And now I'm glad. Right. Your time is coming, she she. I've got a list going. <laughs> hey, don't forget oh, about goodness. me. I'm waving, I'm waving my big old hand over here. Hello? Okay, I've got, got a list for both of you. It is mostly mostly ex-cons and uh yes. a lot of uh a lot of I don't know what other kind of bad people there are, but there's a well, lot of uh people who work out. How about that? People <laughs> set, set me up with someone who's very health conscious. That yeah. As long as he's slender and pale, I'm in. You're in? Okay. <laughs> Find me a D&D nerd. The pastier, the catch better. Me a catch. <laughs> Could you stay inside for a couple of weeks? Because I would re- that would really turn me on. That really gets me going. 
Oh, man. Hey, man, I, I got you a date with my sister. It's in a month. So if you could stay inside for the next 30 days, it's really going to give you a leg up on the first day. She likes them to really glow in the sunlight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she wants to be able to see your veins. Is that going to be yeah, a problem with you? That. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Who's going to be knocking down my door now? <laughs> Shishi, have you ever set anyone up? You know, I feel like I've tried and, um, you know, I'm not a real, like, I'm not a real outgoing people person anyway. So I always second guess myself and, and even though I might think, oh, this person will go with this person, I, I might mention it, but if they look at all dubious, I back off. So I don't think I've ever actually yeah. <laughs> set anyone up. Yeah, I don't think I have either. And so like, we don't have much to go on. Let's go back to talking about Fiddler on the Roof, I guess. I don't uh know. <laughs> I always wanted to be that guy, though. I always wanted to be, I always wanted to make, match make, uh, like, at, at a very high level. I wanted to be good at it, you know? Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart, you know? I'm a hopeless romantic. Aw. Yeah, no, I don't I'm with sound you. like it when I say that. <laughs> no, I'm too. Like, I want to be good at it because, like, if you have these two people and you know each of them are awesome... And you're like, if they could get together, that would be awesome. And then, like, I would be a kind of a part of their awesome love story. And so, matchmaking is so it's so like enticing to want to do it and mm -hmm. be good at it. Mm -hmm. But it's also really yeah. hard, apparently. I feel like if if they date for a while and they get along and nobody you know slashes any tires, it was probably a successful match. It just didn't work out. Well, you know what well, I mean. Hold on a second. Hold. Mm -hmm. mm, I'm not. I'm not feeling that one, she because. Here's why. I went one I got I got set up twice in my life. So my ex-girlfriend who I had been with years ago, she decides that uh, since I am newly single, I need to go out with her best friend in the world who I have met before, of course, uh, and because she lives right down the road. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's a good criteria. So I go, yeah. <laughs> you know. But she said the same thing. She was like, "You are my two favorite people in the world and so i know you're going to be awesome together so mm -hmm. we go to buffalo wild wings we have a very stiff and jerky herky jerky conversation that never seems to find a flow and then we leave and then whenever i pulled up to to, to her house because she was like take me home and i was like okay and so i i just went to take her home and i pulled up into her driveway she was out of that car so fast <laughs> Literally, the, the, her door closed before I really got mine fully open. She tucked and, and rolled. And I, right. <laughs> and I, I jumped out and I said, bye. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay, bye. And just boom, into the house. <laughs> oh, yes. I tried to email her. I tried to call her. Nothing. <laughs> never again. Well, that's. A, so that's that a... <laughs> was detrimental to my to my sanity. Yes. But my my point was, if you date for a while, like if you have a relationship oh. with this person and then it just yes. kind of ends naturally, like maybe you don't have to be your goal doesn't have to be happily ever after. Like that could be your goal, but maybe it's OK if you well, just, just do like a, she let, you know, let me. Let me crunch a few numbers to see how often okay. even dating for a little while happens. Okay. <laughs> Crunching the numbers. Crunching the numbers. 0.003% of the time, setting someone up oh. results in any significance. So that is a so, very low RBI. Yeah. 
relationships batted in. Yeah. That's very low. I think all of the... <laughs> yeah, 0.003 will get you kicked off the team if that's your batting average uh, that's for right. relationships batted in. And I think most of them end exactly the way that Tony's did. In like a, that was a waste of our time, and now we are all more awkward for having went through it. <laughs> right. We all like ourselves a little less now yeah. than we did. Oh, man. <laughs> there is nothing worse than a bad date to make you feel pretty, you know, terrible about yourself. That's for sure. <laughs> Mom got me the best, though. Mom Mom got me real good one day. Mom set you up? She, uh, Oh, yeah. She set me up with a coworker of hers. And uh, she was working at the Oklahoma Blood Institute and uh, a co-worker. She was like, you guys are going to be perfect for each other. I showed up at this woman's door and we were both in our mid mid to early 20s, somewhere in there. And uh, I show up and she opens the door and goes from a smile to a frown. and and then she and then she she says she says here's what she said oh well oh okay let's go (laughs) as if to say well screw it let's try let's give it a shot what the hey what the hey so we go and we eat at the we go to the the black eyed pea and we have a delicious dinner, and it's terrible the whole time. We did not finish our dinner because we both agreed, let's get you back to your house and out of my life. Oh my we, we agreed. Before we were even, we had not hardly eaten any food, and we were like, yeah, let's get out of here right now. And so so we get to her house, and I said, all right, here you go. I, didn't, that's, I was like, here you go. We're at your house. And she goes, I can't believe you wore that shirt to a date. <laughs> She said that? She oh. said that to me. And you know what it was? You know what it was? A normal shirt. What? A normal guy's shirt. <laughs> she wanted you to zhuzh it up a bit. Uh, yeah, apparently she did not have the same ideals oh. that I hold. <laughs> so, and that's, 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 that's good to get out of the way in the first date. And then also, I like it when you can get some feedback and know exactly what the person didn't like about you. So that you can eat, make That's a judgment true. about that. Like you, you know, oh, it was just my shirt. Okay, well then I'm fine. It was yeah, just well, my shirt. Like, yeah, that's that's you, you, what you're explaining. I experienced in those two different scenarios of of, of blind dates because mm-hmm. one of them I had no idea. Right, the second one I had no idea. Mm-hmm. The first one I knew it was my shirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're right. It's way better. It's way better to go. Yeah. Wait, she got upset about my shirt. That's really what was her problem. <laughs> and the second one, I was like, "Oh no, I'm the worst person ever." I guess I don't know what I did. <laughs> right. That's you go immediately to the worst person ever. You yes. don't just go. Oh, maybe I, maybe I, my I had bad breath today. You go. Yeah. I I don't deserve to live. In this moment. <laughs> I, yeah, someone should take me out. My my question for us <laughs> is: Can we fix it? What's the key to unlocking? Because I'm obviously proven I'm not done setting people up. So what's the key <laughs> to setting people up in a way that doesn't make their life worse somehow? Oh, yeah. That I real bad want to say the key to doing it properly is to not do it at all. <laughs> I was, that okay. was my <laughs> thought. Exactly. We're on the same page. You know, they still do arranged marriages like that you know they have a cv they have a a resume and everything 
and they have a matchmaker. In fact, I watched a show about it on Netflix a few months ago, and it still doesn't work out. And that's a professional. <laughs> and they're, right. she's getting paid a lot of yeah. money. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think I, this is what I've learned from my profession, from my personal side hustle that is uh, setting people up is just two people <laughs> that are cool doesn't automatically make them compatible. Yes. <laughs> two, right, people, right. two people that I've decided are people that I think are cool doesn't mean that they should try to be cool together. Maybe even yes. like one shared interest. Like one thing in common. Cool plus least. cool does not equal heart. <laughs> right. Yes. But then but then it's so confusing because people say opposites tracked and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it would have been really nice for me in either one of those dates to have like the nug we could just go hold on to. Like every time we stray off a little bit and we start feeling really weird, we can go, remember uh, PlayStation, yeah, we we both yeah, love it. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that works for a while. Yeah. yeah, at least through the first date. At least through the end of the first at date. At least, that works. yes, yeah, yeah. But okay. then I can well, also maybe give we you a false sense it. of security. I mean, if you think, oh, we have PlayStation in common, and we had a good first date talking about PlayStation, then you might go for a second when you know if you didn't have anything to talk about, you wouldn't bother. So then the second yeah, date sure, is going to, you know, the such, second, a, such a negative, negative the, mindset. The second date is going to be the awkward date in that case. You're just putting off the inevitable. You guys just give it up. Give, give it, it up. up. Love doesn't exist. <laughs> F- that. Whoa. <laughs> Got feelings wow. about this one. Okay, right. let's talk oh, about man. it. Oh, wait, we already did. Well, so what do you rate setting people up? I rate setting people up, which I love and think is great and think I need to do more of, three heart-eye emojis out of three. Heart, heart-eyed emojis. It's the emojis with the eyes are hearts. The heart oh, hearts. yes. Three Aww. of those. Three, what three out of three. What a romantic soul you have. Very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Shishi, what do you rate this? Um, I'm, I'm ready to hear some mean Delilah on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I write setting people up of the black lump of coal that is in my chest in place of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. Mean Delilah. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to have to rate. So I'm going to rate setting people up. One part dove, one part Slender Man. <laughs> white as, a, as white as a dove and skinny like the Slender Man. <laughs> I don't want to date Slender Man. I think he's pretty white. Oh, there we go. Slender Man yeah, is the perfect man yeah. in Fiddler on the Roof. The perfect man, <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> oh my goodness oh what a mess <laughs> oh man wow. that was a good topic thank you lauren thanks lauren for suggesting that yeah thank you lauren okay so i think we're up to wapsle wapsle popsle falafel <laughs> falafel today is bringing something that i've got a lot to say about i want to review bad high school bands today those mm. bands that yep. you were in and when you were younger uh, 
I mean, bad was it's probably redundant. Like you should have assumed that they are bad, right? Yes. But the oh, bands yeah. that we were in, that you I were thought in. you meant like pep band. You're talking about rock and roll. Oh, bands. you're talking I'm about talking rock about band. Okay. The rock, rock and roll band. bands that you were in in middle school and high school. <laughs> I want to talk about those oh, because I, I'm not sure that people know how to feel about them. Because mm. it's hard. You want to support the young people, but it's really also yes. really bad. So, bad. <laughs> Shishi, were you ever in any bands when you were younger? Okay, not until I got into college. I didn't have uh, musical friends in high school. Um, well, I did, but it was all boys. And, you know, back then, boys didn't want girls in their bands. So, I mean, except for Tony, I guess. I don't know. He had a girl in his band. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they didn't want me in their band, okay? They didn't want me. Yeah. But. It wasn't a girl thing. It was more of a Sherry thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm thinking that might have been why I wasn't included in a lot of things. <laughs> but in college, I got all that bad band stuff out of my system because I was not in a rock band, but I was in a country and western band. And we were oh. called... Night wings. Night wings. And I am putting Welcome my hands out in a in a nice like starburst motion. <laughs> which you have to do when you say night wings. Night Did you say that every time from stage that you said the name of your band? <laughs> no, I you didn't start have. doing that until I started making fun of it. <laughs> this band consisted of me, uh, at about age twenty one and one, two, three. Four guys in their mid forties, and oh, then yeah. one other uh, obviously, obviously one other guy who was the lead guitarist, and he was a, a little older than me. <laughs> and so we played at all of the lodges: the Elks Lodge, the Moose Lodge, <laughs> yes, the Rob's Lodge, <laughs> American American Legion, <laughs> some lo lodge in some guy's backyard. Yeah. We played uh, like you know uh, town town festival type things, you mm -hmm. know, um, and it was really fun. It was uh, my first experience being the front man of a band, and I wasn't very good at it at first, but I think I grew into it. Well, I thought it's 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 not like I don't feel like it's an easy thing for most people to step into. You know, so it, there's very high expectations, and it's a different yeah. thing than most people have ever done mm -hmm. in their lives. You know. And and singing good is is one piece of the puzzle, but that doesn't get you there. That's what's That's hard right. about being a front man. Yeah, right. Well, now yeah. Tone, I, I wonder what you have to say too, because you actually have been a part of, in my opinion, some good bands. So if you could just take Thank those you. good solid memories and good songs with good musicians and throw those right out the window and tell me about right. what you were you also <laughs> in some pretty bad bands and some bad uh, scenarios. <laughs> You know, I, I well, I remember the first band that I was ever in, the name of it was Dead Minutes. Minutes, like on a clock. Like yeah. Dead Minutes. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember that, that one. Was, yeah, that was me and Matt and Greg, uh, two oh. of my good friends growing oh, up. Maybe and I do remember. We, uh, <laughs> we, and so one of the greatest things about this topic is the subtopic of what kind of gigs does does this band get <laughs> yeah right like that's part of the great thing about it the gigs you get 
are ridiculous and you'll play for anyone anywhere anyone. even though you don't want to because you're <laughs> yes. so nervous mm -hmm. but you will take any gig someone gives you if they're mm -hmm. like hey my cows in my pasture could really use the little pick me up once you boys come out and I'll give you a beer <laughs> you know like yeah so you lug all your equipment out there <laughs> right. and just Middle like spend field, two hours yeah. setting up for a beer yeah 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 That's, that was basically the first 10 years of my musical career <laughs> um but no we had we had a band called T dead minutes and um and what happened was um we all sucked of course we, none of us were good and then uh we in the first song halfway through the first song the high string i was playing bass and singing Oh, but we didn't have microphones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot that tidbit. That's another oh, good that, part that about about those story. bad bands is that your your uh, your equipment was definitely a piece of the puzzle as well. Yes, <laughs> yes, because you're you're not rich. You don't have any money to spend yeah. on equipment, and so like yeah, and so we didn't have any microphones. So we would just yell over the <laughs> over the. <laughs> Over the sound of the guitars and drums, we would yell. And I was playing bass and singing, wow. and Matt was playing playing guitar and singing. And <laughs> in the first song, my high my high string on my bass snaps. Oh, no. And I don't know if you know, but bass strings are really thick. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so I was like, man. And so uh, after that song, I'm like, dude, my bass string broke. And and Matt's like, well, wow, you must have really been wailing on that thing. I couldn't even hear you. My guitar was so loud. And so I was like, <laughs> and what was great is all night I had I had a little bitty amp because I couldn't afford to get a big one. So the bass guitar had a little amp, and the bass guitar is not an instrument that shines in the first place, right? Right. So it doesn't stand out, you know. And so the drums and the guitar drowned me out. No one could hear me, and people would come over and go are you even playing? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, turn it up. And I'm like, I can't, it's full blown. It's full blast right now. All 10 and watts are just like screaming, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so then, uh, so then on the next song, the next string breaks. I, so I have two of the oh four, I basically only has four strings guys. Oh, I've no. lost two of them. <laughs> Can yeah. I ask? Can I ask this? Were you worried that whole time about how you were going to replace your strings at some point? Like you had to buy them and what were you going to buy them with? You can't buy them with beer. Yeah, yeah totally. I was like, <laughs> oh, great. Like I and bass strings are kind of pricey. Mm -hmm. So they cost like 20 bucks a set, you know, 30 bucks a set, something like that. And anyway, so it was just <laughs> terrible. And we got done with that. And here's the other great thing about these bands. We got done with that gig. It was just at a party outside by we were right next to a trailer. And mm -hmm. it was at someone's at someone's house. And um and there was a bunch of people there and everybody told us how good we were. And then <laughs> we decided after that gig that we were an amazing band. As one does. Matt Mitchell, I know I know he's listening to this and yeah. he he'll he'll confirm we thought we were so good and so <laughs> i will Not, just go ahead and say this yeah. so to, just to end to end that story um we went on to uh say the, the the guy the owner of the house came to us and said guys this was the biggest party we've ever had here this is great you guys let's do this again next month Ooh. and so 
we spent a month and we weren't we were not getting paid mind you now we were going to get mm-hmm. a little bit of beer but uh, so we spent the whole month preparing for this we rented lights we got microphones we rented microphones <laughs> we got everything set up and every no one would come near the the stage area and everyone stayed over in the dark area over by the trailer house and we had moved out to the to the the middle of the field and no one came out there so we just played the whole time <laughs> just us out there and, and, and no one no one paying any attention to us hey but you know about what about once about about every other song we'd hear somebody go good job guys <laughs> <laughs> oh have had gigs like that but you know oh, i will man. say this as long as the customer's happy you did a good job, and you were a great band. There That's you go. That's true. As long as they're having fun. Very true. Yeah, boy. There, you know, there's some musical situations that you're in, like maybe at a restaurant where somebody's playing, where they can finish, and it's okay if you don't clap. But then there are some when, like, everyone was supposed to have clapped, but they don't anyway. <laughs> and that's the yes. kind of situation you're talking about, Tone. When you finish the song and there's a party happening, but nobody cares that you're there. And it would, exactly. like, would have yeah. been, like, an applause kind of moment. But <laughs> right. it's just not anyway. I, I like almost... when I, I'm trying to figure out whether it's worse when they don't look at you after you finish the song or if they do look at you and don't clap. Like, if everyone just looks at you. Don't look at you is the better one. Is that better? I think it is. Yeah, because you can just do your own thing. You're just doing your own thing, man. You know, playing your music, collecting your money, and they don't, they don't matter. It's fine. And you're right. And there is a moment in, in that, in that space where you all look at each other and everybody says, oh, they're not paying attention anyway. We can mm-hmm. just do whatever we want. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you just actually, that's probably your best performance ever because the pressure's off. Right. It's the most fun. Right. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did almost, I almost got pushed into a swimming pool one time by some, <laughs> by a crowd that was uh, drifting our direction, like totally not paying attention. We were singing, we were on the same level as them and they just kept getting closer and closer and we had to keep backing up and you know, the monitors are there and they're all standing behind right. the monitors in my space. Oh no. Uh, oh, cords no. are everywhere. And I, I mean, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. That's another great point. She is that the equipment's terrible, but also like the settings are terrible. Like you're never yes. on a stage. You're like in the exactly. corner or on the fireplace mm-hmm. or like it's just in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, that's so good. Well, my main uh my main bad band from back then, and, and I love that I didn't realize this was the topic, but the topic of these bands is really the names. You know, like Nighthawk. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. She yours is Nighthawk? No, Night Wings. <laughs> oh, Night <okay>. Wings. <laughs> that's much less absurd. And so. I meant to ask you, like, when was Stevie was Stevie Nicks already in that band, or did you uh, have to ask her to join? Oh man! So That's the night Nick's band, I wish. Night is Wings it? is great. Dead Minutes is a great name for a bad band. <laughs> and then my band that I had, um, it had my buddy John Bud, who listens, was on there. Uh, Rick was in there. We had uh, some random girl that didn't play anything, but she was in the band too. And we didn't have a name yet. And I was in freshman biology class, and I learned about a part of your body that's called the negative feedback system. And I just, it hit me. I was like, negative feedback sounds like something your guitar might do if you're like mm-hmm. punk rock enough. 
And then right. also, whenever I pitched it to the rest of the band that I wanted to be called negative feedback, I said that. And I said, also, I think it'd be really funny that we can say every time we send our demos to the record companies, we always get negative feedback. And I thought that was oh. the greatest name of all time. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so we were negative feedback. And we, yeah, same thing. We played Rooster Days and Pioneer Fest and... You know, like every possible combination of days or fest and some random thing, <laughs> peach wars and like everything that we could play, we played and it was so bad and yes. embarrassing. Every school yeah. talent show we just played and it was so bad. But like you said, Tone, everybody came up at the end and they were like, that was literally the most rocking concert that I've ever been to uh, and that it, or that has ever been played. It was so yes, good. Ever. Yes. And then, and then, uh, we were all pretty close with my freshman biology teacher. Um, his name is Matt. I don't know if he listens, but he should. He would love this podcast. And one day, I was telling Matt, who's my friend, about my band and how awesome it is. And I said, "Yeah, we're called Negative Feedback." And he looked me dead in the eye so seriously, and he said, "Did you get that name from my class?" <laughs> I said, <laughs> "I said, yeah, we did. We named it after the Negative Feedback System." <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was so ashamed of the name, Negative yeah. Feedback. I, I gotta say, uh, I don't think that's a bad out. name. I like it. I like that name. I mean, it was very mid-90s. It was, it yes. was oh, right yeah. for the True. times, for sure. Yes, it Indeed. was. Well, the one thing I wanted to finish this, this talking about before we rate it is, every bad band like that had that one song. I know you guys yep. had that one song. She, do you remember what yeah. that one song was for you guys? Like the song that you guys all played really well, the one that you knew was going to oh, bring the house down, the, the one you were song, confident in how you sounded. Song. Yeah, no, the good song. Oh. That, like, the one you, you played, the, the one you played the most, like over and over. Okay. That was your go-to song, like three times right. per set. <laughs> well, I will yeah. say, okay, first of all, my band. I've only been in the one band. But uh, it was uh, mid-40s guys, right? So they have a very different right. idea of what is fun. And the Moose Lodge <laughs> right. crowd loved the songs that I hated to sing. So, right. like, uh, the one that we played all the time, probably twice a night, was uh, Old Time Rock and Roll. And I oh, don't yeah. care. Nice. I don't care if every copy of that is burned in a pile. I hate that song. And Sammy Hagar <laughs> can just, you know, let's wipe his memory. No, what that, was that? Sammy Hagar? Who was that? No, Bob Seger. No, that's yeah. No, yeah, no. It's Bob Seger. So just, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's get rid of that guy too. I like the other stuff, but that one <laughs> just took him down that. for me. But the one that I really <laughs> killed on every time was uh, "I Will Always Love You." the Whitney Houston version, mm -hmm. because the high note, they would go crazy. And it wasn't that high, but they didn't know that. So they <laughs> right. just thought I was, you know, really doing something important. That's awesome. So. I, I don't know how, but I remember seeing you in that band play well, at least one time, She and I remember you singing that song with that band. <laughs> and uh, I will say it was amazing. It was excellent. Oh, Everybody was on point. You. Great oh, job, I didn't know you guys witnessed that at all. That's that's I, interesting to know. Yeah. I might pick your brain about that later. Yeah. We've all done a little bit of singing, but nobody compares to Shishi. Yeah, oh. Shishi can the wail, good guys. One. Yeah, oh, she's no. the good one. Oh, no. <laughs> she, um, she's amazing. <laughs> all right, Tone, what, what was the song for Dead Minutes? Uh, well, Dead Minutes, it was interesting because, like, 
we ended up with a song that no one, that hardly anyone knew, which is very, very uh, rare because most of the time it's a very popular song, mm-hmm. and yeah. you 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 stumble upon the fact that you can all play it right, and you <laughs> right. and you, you want to, so you play it constantly. But what ended up happening was the song "Alien" by the band Bush. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we played the song "Alien." That was our. We would just play that every five minutes, and. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. I I I remember. I feel like I remember you singing "I Hate Everything About You" at some point in your life. Oh yeah, I remember that. Is that. Correct. By Ugly yeah. Kid. Yeah, that happened. Was that a part that of the band, happened. or was that what happened there? I was hoping that we would get through about a thousand episodes of this podcast <laughs> without ever saying the words "Ugly Kid Joe." <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't happen. Here we are. You did it to oh, yourself, man. man. You oh, man. If you didn't, I love that song. You sang I, it. You sang it. Bro. I don't care. I like it. I did. <laughs> I, well, in the in the course of being a rock and roll musician and being a, you know the lead singer of the band or whatever, I sang a lot of things I didn't want to. Okay, there's a song <laughs> right. called Flagpole Flagpole Sitta that I will punch mm-hmm. you if you start playing it. <laughs> That's me in old time rock and roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Well, cool. Well, I think it's interesting tone that, uh, that my band's song was off the same album that yours was off of alien or the, the, the band, uh, Bush had alien Bush. on 16 stone, 16 stone. Yeah. And, uh, so our song was come down and people would oh, lose yeah. their minds when you get to that big chorus and it all sounded yes. so bad. But people loved it. So every time I hear who that was song, singing that, was it John? It was John, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, I miss it, uh, and I don't because <laughs> it was so <laughs> right. painful to everyone yeah. else. But the feeling there is not very much confidence in the world that rivals a bad kid in a band that thinks they're really mm-hmm. doing something special. That's do right. You, do you kind of get the feeling right now that we're doing that with the podcast? Like our equipment is subpar. <laughs> we think we're doing really good, oh, and our family's all like, "That's a good job, honey. Right. You're doing so good. Yeah. You're the best <laughs> podcasters <laughs> in the world." That's right. That's right. Yes, that's oh, exactly what's months. happened. <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap this up now. She, what do you rate uh, those bad bands that we were in? Well, Wopsle, I think I'm going to have to rate bad bands. Two night wings. Nice. <laughs> nice. A wing on each side. A wing on each side. A wing in each hand. Oh, you know what? Well, that that totally dictates what I'm going to rate mine. Two okay. dead minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, one dead minute on each side. That's way worse than mine. You hate, you hate your bad band. I hated them. You hate that band. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to figure out how to put Flagpole Sitta into my review. Oh. You. Don't you dare do it. I will come through this. I will come through this microphone. I'm going to rate those old bad bands. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. Which, of course, are the first about 16 words to the song Machine Head. <laughs> that was my band's go-to rockin' song. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. 
Hey mate, I'm working on a working on a new song here. And uh what do you think? It goes like this. It's like breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe out, breathe in. <laughs> Cause Gavin, whatever his name is, I think he was yeah. British or Australian or something. They're like, Gavin, what do you got? I don't know, just a lot about breathing for like several minutes. I just <laughs> talk about breathing. Okay. It's important. People don't know how important breathing is. <laughs> What's the name of the song? Well, machine machine head, of course. Yeah. Oh. Of course. <laughs> This has been our Bush tribute. <laughs> His name's Gavin Rossdale, right? Did I pull something out oh, of my yeah. butt yeah, Gavin just then? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this week our five star review is the Kick the Cool mug, and they are really cool. We've been they've been flying off the shelves, the haunted ones and the non haunted ones. That's right. So if you go to Kick Cool and click the little coffee cup icon at the bottom of the page, it'll take you to our Buy Me a Coffee page. If you buy four coffees or more, we will send you a mug. So that's our five-star review this week. Yeah. Now, I saw somebody say that they were working up to a mug and they bought mm-hmm. us a coffee. Now, does, yeah. are, are we? do we need to be keeping track of, like, can someone buy a coffee oh, one, one a week and then after one month they have a mug? I think that's a great idea. Even better than that, I was thinking about let's take such poor notes that in like six weeks someone can just tell us that they've done that and we assume that's true and send them a mug. (laughs) That's right. So basically, here's the thing. If you message us and tell us you bought four coffees, we'll send you a mug. (laughs) Basically. No, yeah, I totally Sorry, love working guys, up to a mug. guys, I keep better records than that. <laughs> <laughs> I also was thinking, she, I know that uh, I know that all of us have real life friends that listen. I thought it could be fun to go ahead and extend that to them, maybe for like an in person mug sell, like for fifteen bucks, maybe, because um, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to ship it then. And um, totally. So maybe any of our friends that are listening um, that we see in person on a regular basis, if you want one, be sure and hit us up. It's the best mug ever, and we'll give you one for fifteen dollars. Instead of yeah, I'll hand it right over to you. Fifteen bucks. Yep. Nice. And yeah. Yeah. So that's our five star review, guys. Five star review. Five star mug, friends. That is a five star mug. Maybe some say six. <laughs> six, six. Six out, out of, of five stars. Six out of five stars. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, and so let's try this. It's not. Okay, before you get all excited, it's not a segment. It's just a topic that oh, I'm not certain no. about. And that to- and that topic oh. is laundry. <laughs> I'm all about laundry. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> I don't think you can get more boring than laundry. <laughs> the case study to see how boring can we be. Right. The first thing that I think about is Sherry, and Sherry even proclaimed it last episode, I think it was, or the one before, where she said, I love these mundane topics. These, <laughs> She said it, and here she's proven it. Um, I love them. But the first thing that comes to mind for me is one night, I was over at my cousin's house, uh, hanging out with my cousin, Little Joe, and Big Joe, his dad, uh, got upset with us because we didn't do something right. And Big Joe said, well, that's it. You're grounded. And Little Joe was like, Dad, but Dad, there's nothing to do here. And Big Joe was like, well, you can sit around and watch the laundry. (laughs) Watch the laundry. Not do the laundry. Not fold the laundry. Not do a chore, you lazy butt. Just 
watch, watch the laundry. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the only thing I'm ever going to answer when someone says, what are you doing? Sitting around <laughs> watching the laundry. That's my go-to <laughs> answer <it>. forever. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, the reason that I thought of this is just, I was thinking, there's just so, there's a lot of good memories with me and laundry, mostly with my kids and, um, you know, like, of course, if you have a baby, there's a lot of laundry and they're always mm. like crawling over and grabbing your folded clothes and throwing them around. So, you know, I mean, that's right. like, uh, so embedded in my, in my child's, my children's babyhood, you know. But then I was also thinking about when we went to the laundromat in Prague and how <laughs> boring and yet fun it was. It was like a, a right. big open space. Like it was way too big for the number of washers and dryers they had in there. They had these giant <laughs> yeah. old antique folding tables, you know, man, I'd love yes. to get my hands on one of those. And uh, they had this big presser machine. You could put your slacks on to, you know, put some coins in there and press the steam your, your pants. Uh, I did that mm -hmm. with my jeans as a te as a, you know, young teenager. So I could go to a party with my, the crease in my jeans like we did back then. So I don't know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Just laundry is such a big part of our lives. You know, you know, what's, you know, what is, is it, for me eternally connected to the laundromat is the Super Bowl. Because there was a oh. machine there that yeah. sold mm -hmm. those little Super Balls and for like 10 cents. And so we every time we went to the laundromat, mom would let us get one of those Super Balls and it mm. was crazy town. Immediately yeah. turned into crazy town. Yeah, all hard surfaces all over, big open space. <laughs> yes. And yeah. you just whiz those things because you were always the only, at least when I was there, we were the only family in there every time. We're, every time. And you yeah. just didn't have to worry about anything. You just threw them so hard and far. That was great. Yeah. And they'd bounce off the windows. They'd bounce. They, they, uh -huh. you know, I'm surprised we didn't break something really. We didn't though. We <laughs> yeah. never did. But you know, we'd go, yeah. always go there with our bare feet and it was just a concrete <laughs> floor. I'm sure the guy swept it every once in a while, but, but our feet were just black. By the time we got home, yeah. you remember how black our feet I got do. at the laundromat? Yeah. I'm just thinking, what kind of dust was on the floor? I, anyway. And it looked clean. You know, it, yeah. I mean, it looked fairly clean. I mean, yeah. it wasn't dirty. Yeah, I don't know if it's just me. I mean, it sounds like I'm, I'm interested to hear that you guys think the laundromat was so magical because it really was to me, too. Like, if mom said we got to go to the laundromat, I was like, oh, it's on. Like, I was so pumped. <laughs> it was going to be so tight. Remember behind the ones over by the window, there was like a river that went around the edge. Yes. So you yes. could like, you know, drop a piece yes. of paper in there and watch it go all the way around the edge to the far yes. end. was so epic. The back room, <laughs> they had Dig Dug. I never showed up with, yeah, with more than one quarter. So I knew the whole time. It's like, I'm going to be here for two and a half hours. And I've got one round of dig dug. I got to make sure and place it like perfectly in my time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I to totally forgot too they early. had dig dug. Dig dug was back there. Yeah. Did they have Galaga? Oh, no, they did not have Galaga. No, they had a, a centipede. I think they had centipede. Centipede. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. Centipede. Yeah. With the rollerball, yeah, the white rollerball. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I wasn't very good at centipede. I was better at dig dug. But yeah, I don't think they had those when uh, when it was just Tony and me. Um, but I can just remember, you know, mom trying to get us to fold clothes and it was like, oh, <laughs> and I can remember being small enough to where we would be under the table and like, you know, hanging onto the legs of the table and swinging around. Um, mm -hmm. but then guys, 
I took my kids when we lived in Prague. Uh, I took my kids to that laundromat, and they didn't want to fold laundry there either. So, <laughs> oh, I can't believe that. So but was it like taking them to Willy Wonka's factory? Was it like taking them to the factory, and they were like <laughs> having a blast, like we did? Um. Yeah, I think so. Who does the laundry in your house, Wopsle? Amy does more often. I try to help her fold as much as I can um, because we all agree that folding is the worst part of laundry. Yes, um, by far. You know, really? what I learned whenever I was in, oh yeah, folding's the worst. And Amy's yeah. so sweet, but I'm one of those guys that like folds it, listen you guys, perfectly acceptably. But it's not the way Amy would have done it. So whenever I do help her fold, she has to unfold and refold my perfectly good fold. So uh, I know a lot of people suffer from that, too. But I don't know about anyone else, but I am seeing air quotes when he says perfectly good. <laughs> no, That's, they're just popping you. right up there. Without fault, perfect fold. And she just has to redo it, so I feel bad for her. That, I think, might be, like, the biggest problem that, that I ever had with my mom is that I, I, I she would say fold, and I would be like, do you not see me playing with this Super Bowl? Do you not see the amazing <laughs> things I'm doing over here? I am on the verge of greatness. And now I have to go fold laundry. And so I would go and fold laundry, and I would never do it right. And she would get on to me for doing it wrong, and I'm like, Beggars can't be choosers, lady. <laughs> I'm four. I'm four years old. <laughs> I can barely see over the edge of the table. It's a wash rag. It's fine. It's a wash rag. <laughs> <laughs> she like hands me the fitted sheet. She's like, here, fold that. Hey, I was just guy. thinking about that. I learned how to fold a fitted sheet with our mom in that laundromat on those big wooden tables. And all these people complaining about how to fold, you know, that they can't figure out how to fold a fitted sheet. Just, you know, message me. I will walk you through it. It's easy. Y'all need to just put up a tutorial. Just get over it. Post a video on our YouTube. Okay. Let's do it. Sure, I'll do that. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I was also supposed to send my mom a mug and I haven't done that yet. So yeah, I've got my to-do list now, but yeah. So I was thinking about those fitted sheets and mm-hmm. I like knowing how to fit, fold a fitted sheet. I love getting laundry out of the dryer and, you know, just burying my face in it. Like Scrooge McDuck in it. Like <laughs> yeah. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck in the laundry. laundry. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I, the aspect of laundry that I don't like is trying to get my kids to fold. That's the only one, but they're doing better. They're all pretty much grown up and they, they will fold. And I have learned a long time ago not to be too picky about the folding because it's going in a drawer. Uh, yeah. And you know, I, I, I don't love doing laundry, but I will say here's the, the biggest thing that I have that's a pro laundry thing is all of my life laundry has been whenever I've gotten to play the most video games. Because you're kind of stuck, right? Like, you can't go mm-hmm. out and do something. You're doing laundry. You got to wait for it to right. finish so you can put it in the dryer. So you're just, like, stuck in a place for a couple of hours. And sometimes it's really nice. You're just like, I don't feel obligated to go do anything or accomplish anything. For some reason, I also can't do something else productive. Like, the laundry going <laughs> is my productivity right. for that moment. So the I have washer to do doing else. that work 
is your yeah. job, the washer doing that work. Right. Like, could you pick up around the house? No, the washer is spinning no. so much. I, the washer's I couldn't possibly. Wash. <laughs> <laughs> You're working way too hard vicariously yes. to bother picking up yes. toys. Well, you could do it my way, and that is put the washer on, leave, forget about it, come back two days later, and start the washer again. And rewash. You, you <laughs> and could re-wash. do that. Yeah. Yes. I have I have put certain loads of laundry through torture because I did that like five <laughs> times. Yes. And it's like, why don't I learn? Don't leave. Don't forget yeah. about don't it. Leave. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, Tone, what do you rate laundry? The boringest topic oh. in the podcast so far. Well, I know you love laundry, but I hate laundry. I just don't like it. I don't like having to fold. I don't like, I don't mind throwing something in the washer, but Wopsel said earlier, the worst part about laundry is folding it. Yeah. That's kind of the only part too. That's kind of the only part. That is the part. (laughs) That's it. That's all there is. Oh no, man. You do. You got to sort, you got to, you know, you got to make sure pre-treat your stains. You got to make sure that hang the hangers and, you know, dry the dryers and yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of it. Yes. But you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You got to know when to walk away from your laundry and you got to know when to yeah. run mm-hmm. from your laundry. Um, yeah, I'm going to rate laundry. You know what? I'm not rating laundry. I'm rating the laundromat. Okay. I have to. I have to rate the laundromat. Okay. And I'm going to give that laundromat five out of five Super Bowl bounces uh, combo. <laughs> Oh. Five out of five Super Bowl bounces. Listen, that Super Bowl scout could be walking by any minute. Any minute. And if you're over any there folding minute. socks like an idiot, you're never going to get found. That's right. <laughs> I will say that you have to be rating our specific preg laundromat when we were children because I've never been in a laundromat that fun before. I mean, since. So no, that's true. They're, they're, they don't they don't exist. Every no. other laundromat is way boring now. Yes, everyone I've ever been in sucked, and that room. one was great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wapsa, what do you rate laundry? Well, I'm going to rate laundry zero out of twenty bad folded towels. <laughs> <laughs> the towels are the easiest to fold. Is that the thing you have the most trouble with? No, it's super easy for me too, and I do it perfectly and awesomely, and then Amy still refolds it. <laughs> Obviously, I do it awesome. But Amy that might doesn't be think the so. lowest rating we've ever given anything. <laughs> Zero out of twenty. <laughs> Which is so funny because you don't even need the out of, right? You don't <laughs> I almost yeah, gave it a zero. I almost did zero out of thirty, but I was like, that's a little harsh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want to get crazy. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm gonna give laundry twenty out of twenty perfectly folded fitted sheets. Nice. So I had to go exact opposite. That's a really high rating. That's how much I love laundry. Folding a fitted sheet is like witchcraft. So yeah, that might be like yes. the highest. <laughs> Thing I we've think ever rated something. We're getting. Yeah. It's witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram. 
Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, and remember, if you've got any review ideas you want to hear, send us uh, send us your ideas to reviews at kick.cool. You could be the next Lauren for next week's episode. Thanks again, Lauren, for your submission. Thank you, thank Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. We also want to give a big, big thank you. You know what I'm going to say. I know what I'm going to say. Well, I don't know. I ever know what I'm going to say. I don't mean to say that. What are you going to say? That, that, that didn't make any sense. What should I say? <laughs> I don't know. How we about- want to give a big thank you to the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Go like their Facebook page. Go buy some of their music. They have a new uh, track coming out next week, and they said that they can't wait for us to hear it. So this is big news. What color is this one? We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I actually don't know the color yet. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, okay. Join us next week for more reviews you didn't know you needed. I'm Sheet. I'm Tone. And I'm Walt. Hey, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 If I was white and skinny, if you could see through my skin.